What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so episode 39, I think. I don't know. Episode 39. Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be reviewing the third season of Arrow. Yeah, baby, this is where it all went downhill for these fucks. I mean, season one and two, they, they were great. Season three, that's where it all went down the hill. I mean, Rayshaw Ghoul was a good villain, but... <sighs> Anyways, um, before we get straight into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell your sister. Tell everybody. And uh, feel free to follow us on our Instagram at timeout underscore with Tony Podcast. We stream new episodes every Tuesdays. And um, feel free to, you know, let us know what you think. Anyways, so yeah, Arrow Season 3. Personally, for me, I don't really have much to say about this season other than the fact that it's very forgetful. It's, it's, uh, some could say this is where it all went downhill for Arrow. Um, it was sure as hell not same level, not the same level as, you know, the first and second season. And, uh, and that's exactly what we're going to be looking at today. So without further ado, ladies and gents, sit back. Relax and crack open a beer, soda, and or water, folks, and enjoy because this is Arrow Season 3. Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, so to start off, the acting, it was never great to begin with. Um, sure, these actors were able to pull off a few here and there. Uh, shockers, but really, overall, no, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't really a good, um, wasn't really the best acting, so, you know, already I take off points for that, a lot of the plots, it, j- it just feels very dragged, it could have been a lot shorter, the storyline, and I understand the writers were trying to drag it out for entertainment purposes and whatnot, but, you know, at a certain point, you know, it, it just... It's not writing, it's just it, it's just copy and paste, pretty much. Um, and, you know, this... Oh, man. It, this, this season is a whole lot of that. It's just... It's just recycled after recycled material after more mis- recycled material. Like, uh, it's a, you'd have to, you know, know how the season plays out as well. So, for those of you that don't know, Arrow is a superhero TV series developed by Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, and Andrew Kreisberg, based on the DC Comics character The Green Arrow, a costume crime fighter created by Mort Weisinger and George Papp. It is set in the Arrow universe with other related television series like The Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, uh, formerly Supergirl, it ended back in November, um, Stargirl, what else is part of that friend part of that universe um i don't even know anymore but yeah all those it's all connected um yeah so the series first premiered in the u.s on october 10th 2012 and ran for eight seasons until january 28th 2020 Arrow follows billionaire playboy Oliver Queen, who claimed to have spent five years shipwrecked on an island named Lian Yu. It's Mandarin for purgatory. 
He returned home to Starling City, which would later go on to be renamed as Star City, to fight crime and corruption as a secret vigilante whose weapon of choice is, you guessed it, a bow and freaking arrow. Throughout the series, Oliver is joined by many people. Among them, former U.S. Army soldier Don, uh, John Diggle, IT expert and skilled hacker Felicity Smoked, former assassin Sarah Lance, and this season, he's joined by an aspiring vigilante by the name of Roy Harper. Other cast members include Oliver's sister Thea Willi- uh sorry, uh, Oliver's sister Thea, and attorney turned vigilante Laurel Lance. Now, um, I'm gonna give a quick recap of the first two seasons. If you haven't heard our review of Arrow season one and two, please feel free to check out season one episode fifteen of Time Out with Tony, and season two episode nine of Time Out with Tony to uh, take a look at those reviews. But uh, anyways, uh, the first season, as I said before, saw the return of Oliver to start, uh, saw the return of Oliver Queen to Starling City, and he is reunited with friends and family, including his best buddy, Tommy Merlin, and someone whom he has a lot of history with, Laurel Lance. By night, he acts as a vigilante known as the Hood. He hunts those listed in his father's notebook with assistance from former Army uh, U.S. soldier, John Diggle, and IT and skilled hacker Felicity Smoke. A conspiracy known as The Undertaking, led by Malcolm Merlin, Tommy Merlin's father, threatens the city, and uh, in, in the final scene, well, Malcolm Merlin succeeds in destroying the ghetto part of town, which was his, you know, big end game. The season features flashbacks to Oliver's first year on the island as he struggles to survive alongside both new allies, including Slade Wilson and foes. The second season, uh, Tommy was killed in The Undertaking, um, and Oliver vows to no longer kill. He chooses to operate under a new alias, The Arrow. His vow to no longer kill comes to the test when the city is under attack from Slade. Now, the second year of I- of Oliver's... Um, uh, imprisonment, no, entrapment, desertedness on the island saw his origins of his feud with Slade. Uh, the second season also saw Oliver struggle his balance, so, uh, sorry, struggle to balance his vigilante activities alongside his role as CEO of Queen Consolidated. The season also sees the return of Sarah Lance, whom was thought to be dead this whole time. You'll see that it's a recurring topic throughout the show. Also, season two sees the introduction of government agency Argus and its leader, Amanda Waller. Now, let's just, before we start recapping the third season, um, let's take a look at our characters. So, first things first, we got our main character, Oliver Queen, aka The Arrow. Struck in an island for five years, comes back, super secret vigilante, feels like murdering people, has a problem with uh, uh, fighting his darkness. All that kind of stuff. Next up, we got Laurel Lance. Now, Laurel, these past two seasons, she's had a bit of, I mean, the last season, she had a bit of an alcoholic problem, but she totally got after that, and now she's a kick-ass lawyer who takes on the mantle of the Black Canary. And if you've read the comics, you'll see that Laurel Lance was always meant to be the Black Canary. Next up, we got John Diggle, uh, Oliver Queen's black buddy. Now, this season, we see him have a kid. And his friendship with Oliver is put to the test because Rachel Gould really drives a wedge between them by 
Ray Shakul, I mean Oliver, just being a toxic friend. Next up, we got Thea Queen, Oliver's sister. Now, Thea, she finds out that Malcolm Merlin is actually her dad and that he's still alive. So we see her, you know, you know, take a huge leap from a spoiled little girl to 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 kick ass fight uh, crime fight. Well, she doesn't fight crime in this season, but you know she knows how to fight now. Uh, next up, we got Felicity Smoke, Oliver Queen's love interest. Very annoying, kind of bad though. Uh, yeah. Next up, we got Roy Harper, Oliver Queen's sidekick, aka Arsenal. Now, last season we saw him kind of trying to, you know moonlighting as a vigilante and at the end of the season oliver so fucking desperate he's like you know what kid you're a vigilante come on come with us buddy and in this season we just see him you know just you know step up to the step up to the plate and uh uh, be a kick-ass arsenal and 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 whatnot uh last but not least we got quentin lance laurel's father very very knows how to i'll tell you this guy knows how to act every time he finds out one of his daughters died Trust me, you'll, you'll, you'll see it throughout the series. Um, other recurring characters include China White. She's been a big, uh, not a big bad, but sort of like a side uh, antagonist throughout the series, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, as I said before, we get this um, Amanda Waller's in this season as well, director of Argus. Uh, the symbols of Suicide Squad. Oops, we can't say it because DC didn't feel like letting them use those names because they just felt like they had to, you know, Use those names for a very horrible franchise that, you know, is already dead. I'm talking about the DCEU. Anyways, other recurring characters include Lila Michaels. Lila Michaels. Uh, who is she again? Oh, um, what's his face? Stickle's wife. Yep, yep, yep. Marcel Yamashiro. A figure from Oliver's past. Nissa Al Ghul, daughter of the demon's head. You'll, you, I mean, if you read the comics, you know who these people are, but at some point, I'm going to explain them. Ray Palmer, may, may I say, he is a fine addition to this, to the Arrowverse. Um, last but not least, another recurring character included is Tatsuyama Shiro. If you read the comics, you'll see that she is the katana. Anyways, uh, so, like we said before, season three sees Oliver, Oliver's company, Queen Consolidated, be sold to businessman, scientist, and aspiring hero, Ray Palmer, who changes the company's name to Palmer Technologies and hires Felicity as his vice president. Sarah is found murdered. Oliver becomes embroiled in a conflict with Rachel Ghoul, leader of the, of the League of Assassins. He struggles to reconnect with his sister, Thea, who now knows Malcolm is her father. Laurel sets out to follow Sarah as a Black Canary because she's fucking dead. And John becomes a father and struggles as a family man. The season features flashbacks to Oliver's 30 years since he was presumed dead, where after escaping Lian Yu, he was actually forced to work for Argus leader Amanda Waller in Hong Kong. Oliver and Tatsuyama Shiro, aka the Katana, work to stop corrupt general Matthew Shreve from re- unleashing a pathogen which Rachel Ghoul acquires in the present alright so season 3 like I said before opens up on the newly promoted Captain Quentin Lance as he calls off the task force against the arrow meanwhile Warner's idol a drug lord who has claimed the mantle, the mantle of Vertigo, attempts to kill the arrow in a bid to raise his profile. After losing the first bat- battle, Oliver Queen and Roy Harper are able to stop Zyle, along with some help from Sarah Lance, who's back in town for an unknown reason. Meanwhile, businessman Raymond Palmer acquires, uh, successfully acquires Queen Consolidated under a plan of rebuilding the city and renaming it Star City. John Diggle and Lila Michaels welcome a baby girl who convinces Diggle 
sorry, which convinces Diggle to take Oliver's suggestion and retire from field duty. Oliver and Felicity go on their first date after two seasons of flirting, but it ends with Oliver explaining how he cannot beat both the Arrow and Oliver, although he acknowledges loving her. Sarah is shot in the chest with arrows by an unseen figure before falling from a rooftop to her certain death. In flashbacks, we see Amanda Waller assign Agent Marcel Yamashiro as Oliver's handler. After numerous failed attempts to escape, Oliver agrees to proceed with his training to prevent Waller from killing Marcel's family as punishment for his failure in restraining Oliver. Now... Uh, so, Laurel finds Sarah's body, she takes it to them, and Quentin alerts Oliver to, uh, to another arch in the city that's killing people. Man, he's completely unaware of Sarah, <laughs> you know? Oliver follows the lead and is able to identify the archer as Simon LaCroix. The team learns of LaCroix's next target and intercepts him. Laurel arrives, determined to avenge Sarah's death. As Oliver attempts to dissuade her, LaCroix reveals that he wasn't even in Starling City at the time of Sarah's death. The team buries Sarah and Laurel decides not to tell Quentin that she's dead because secrets. Diggle decides to return to field duty again after being gone for 10 minutes. Roy reveals to Oliver that his sister Thea left town when she learned that he was working with the Arrow. We then get a shot of Cordo Maltese. Thea is shown with Malcolm Merlin dun dun dun, and has proven to be capable of defeating more than one henchman in combat. Felicity decides to work for Ray because why not? In a series of flashbacks, Oliver is tasked with killing Tommy Merlin after Tommy comes to Hong Kong hoping to find Oliver after seeing activity on Oliver's email account. In order to save Tommy, Oliver pretends to kidnap him and tricks him into thinking that it was a ruse to gain ransom money before Marcel, posing as a police officer, rescues Thomas or Tommy whatever anyways uh, back in the present with no more leads as to who the fuck murders Sarah Oliver focuses his attention on bringing Thea home Felicity is able to track her to Corto Maltese and Thea at first she refuses while he waits to convince her Oliver assists they go on a mission for Argus to ascertain the whereabouts of one of its agents Mark Shaw. As it turns out, this Shaw fellow is revealed to have broken into the Argus database and stolen information to sell in the black market. Oliver and Diggle manage to stop Shaw, who convinces Diggle to tell Waller that he is dead. After a last-minute plea and Oliver revealing the truth about their father, uh, their father's death, Thea agrees to return home, which Merlin allows. Meanwhile, trying to emulate Sarah, Laura attempts to exact vengeance on an abusive bo uh, boyfriend of a fellow AA member, but she's overpowered and she ends up in the hospital because... Dumb ways to die. Later, she seeks out boxer Ted Grant to train her to fight after Oliver's refusal because Oliver is too busy moping or something. Using Felicity's help, Ray opens a file of details of advanced weaponry. Nissa confronts Oliver and demands Sarah's whereabouts. We get to a flashback to six months before where Merlin begins training Thea to calm her mind and heal her emotional pain, while also mastering control over physical pain. Oliver informs Nissa that Sarah was killed. Nissa reveals to Oliver that Merlin is still alive and that Sarah was sent by the League to confirm his existence. Bitch. After tracking Merlin, Oliver agrees to meet in a public location where Merlin tells Oliver that he did not kill Sarah, but only returned to Starling City to save Thea. Nissa kidnaps Thea in an attempt to draw out Merlin, known by the League as the Magician. But Oliver arrives to rescue Thea. 
Merlin arrives shortly after to clear his name and uh, insinuates to Nyssa that it was Raish who had Sarah killed. Nyssa does not believe him, but Oliver does and vows to protect Merlin for as long as he is in Starling. Nyssa warns Oliver that he has made a serious enemy in the league before leaving to report... Uh, before leaving and reporting back to Rage, sorry. Quentin gets worried about Sarah's status, and in a series of flashbacks, we see Oliver complete his first assassination. President John F. Kent- uh, uh, he learns that Waller was actually behind Edward Fire's actions on the island, and her intention was to kill Chena Wei, who's on a flight to Hong Kong. You're telling me she was willing to start a world fucking war because a fucking terrorist was on a plane? Oliver stopped the attack. And Waller demands to help her find out the reason of uh, Chen Alwei's presence in, in, in China. Yep. Back in the present, a cyber terrorist attacked Starling City, threatening to shut down all banks and set everyone on an even socioeconomic status. While Oliver and Roy attempt to keep the peace on the streets, Felicity works to locate the virus. She quickly realizes that she's the one who designed the virus five years earlier, and as it turns out, it's unstoppable. Her mom, Donna, shows up unannounced, and they have a falling out over how different they are from each other. Felicity then realizes that Donna was unknowingly sent by a cyber terrorist. And as it turns out, the cyber terrorist is actually <gasps> Felicity's ex-boyfriend, Cooper Selden. She kidnaps them both and uses Donna as leverage. Cooper forces Felicity to divert a set of armored vehicles carrying newly minted money to their location. She secretly uses a smartwatch, presented by Ray to Donna, to also contact Oliver, who arrives with Roy and Diggle and stops Cooper and his team. Felicity reconciles with Donna, and Roy begins having nightmares that he was the one who killed Sarah. Ooh. Laurel continues to train with Ted and reveals to him that the real reason she is learning to f and she reveals to him the real reason she's learning to fight. Sorry, I read that wrong. Thea buys a house using the money she inherited from Malcolm and inverse, uh, sorry, and convinces Oliver to stay with her. In a series of flashbacks, we see Marcel's wife, Tite's Tatsu use a type of medication, sorry, meditation, to help Oliver remember where a dead associate of Chen Wei dropped a letter, hoping that he leaves her family soon. From the letter, the name Lee Kuan Hui is extracted. In the present, a murder begins taking out gang members, and when a body shows up in Ted's gym, he becomes a suspect. Ted reveals to Oliver that he was once a vigilante who retired after a drug dealer was beaten to death by accident. Ted reveals the murder to be his former protege, Isaac Stanzler, who was responsible for the death of the dealer. He's bested by Oliver before escaping, and Isaac kidnaps Ted and Laurel, but Oliver and his team are able to stop him. Roy tells Felicity about his dreams and confesses to Oliver and Laurel. Using the technique he learned from Tatsu, he helps Roy access his memories and realize that he didn't kill Sarah. However, he discovers that he did kill a cop while he was under the effects of the Miracruru. Ted decides to continue training Laurel, and Isaac is confronted by a female archer that is calling herself Cupid. Cupid, revealed to have been saved by the Arrow during the Slade Wilson attack, murders Isaac and leaves his body dressed up as the Arrow. Following a lead, Oliver learns that she is a former cop named Carrie Cutter who is result, who's obsessed with him as a result of her condition. 
Carrie uses a former confidential informant to track down Oliver's hideout, the Verdant, which is reopened by Thea. Oliver lures Carrie away and rejects her romantic advancement before she tries to kill both of them. He stops her, which reinforces Carrie's delusion that he is in love with her. Subsequently, Oliver gives her to Argus and a new member of their suicide squad is instated. Ray rebrands Queen Consolidated as Polymer Technologies, and Oliver struggles with how much time Felicity is spending with Ray. The situation is made worse when he finds him kissing. I mean, dude, you're the one that said, I can't love you and be the arrow. You know? Anyways, Ray is shown working on a personal exosuit called the Atom. A killer using boomerang blades appears in the city, and in a series of flashbacks to Hong Kong, Oliver and Tatsu go off to find Maceo when uh, he goes missing, during which the time she ends her displeasure towards Oliver. They return home to find Maceo <gasps> eating out of the cookie jar. No, he's not. He's not eating out of a cookie jar. <clears throat> Might as well be. Anyways. I'd like for all for all you guys to know that um my computer is working on overtime right now. Anyway, so um where was I? All right, crossover time. So flashbacks. Sorry. Uh, where was I? Okay, so flashbacks to a series of Hong Kong flashbacks to Hong Kong. Sorry, show Oliver learning how to torture suspects effectively to get information. And in the present, Oliver and Roy tracked uh, track down the home of Digger Harkness, the boomerang wielding assassin. They only find Argus operatives looking for him, and Caitlin and Cisco from the Flash arrive in Starling City to help Felicity investigate the death of Sarah Diggle. I'm uh, sorry, Digger attempts to kill Lila, Roy, Oliver, and Barry, Alan, what, aka The Flash, arrived to stop him. Lila reveals that Digger was part of the Suicide Squad, and Oliver's extreme interrogation methods lead to Barry questioning how emotionally stable Oliver is. Digger traces Oliver's hideout where he wounds uh, Lila before escaping, and in order to leave town, Digger uh, plants five bombs around the city. While Oliver captures Digger, Barry uses both his and Oliver's teams to defuse the bombs at the same time, and Digger's incarcerated in the island with Slade, while Lila accepts Diggle's marriage proposal. And Barry and his team depart, but they dis- but him and Oliver decide to have a friendly duel. Uh, 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 uh. The League demands Oliver to find and turn over Sarah's killer within the next 48 hours, or they will begin murdering Starling City citizens. A mission led by Marcel, revealed to have joined the League, Star Labs sends the Felicity, sorry, the DNA results to Felicity, which appears to be Oliver's DNA. Realizing that she has been lying, the Arrow confronts Thea, who demonstrates her fighting skills before escaping. Merlin informs Oliver that he drugged Thea and manipulated her into killing Sarah and not remembering it because Merlin's evil. He filmed the events used as leverage to force Oliver to take the blame and challenge Rachel Ghoul to a duel, which no one has dared to do in 67 years. Oliver challenges Rage, but is overpowered by Rage, who impales him and kicks him off the side of the cliff because hoo ya. Sarah's mother uh, visits, and Laurel tells her the truth. He convinces her not to tell Quentin because secrets. Ray shows the atom design to Felicity and states his intention to use the exosuit to protect the city as a vigilante because Batman. Oliver and Maceo, in a series of flashbacks, learn that Chain Alway has stolen an engineered super virus, and she breaks into Maceo's house and kidnaps his wife and kids. After overpowering both of them. 
Uh, in a series of flashbacks, we also see Oliver and Marcel steal the counterpart to the super virus, uh, thus making Chen's portion. Sorry, sorry, thus making Chen's portion inert. Oliver also slips a GPS tracker in one of Chen's men so that they can locate Tatsu. In the present, Diggle and Roy work to continue protecting the city in Oliver's absence. With the arrow missing, a new crime lord by the name of Danny Brick Brickwell plots to take over the Clades. After Thea expresses concern over Oliver's pre uh, absence, Merlin investigates the site of the duel and brings the bloodied sword back to them, proclaiming Oliver's death. Diggle discovers Brickwell's plan to secure all the evidence against the street enforcers so they are released from jail and forced to join his crew and head to the police warehouse with Roy to stop him. Fearing for their lives, Felicity decides to trap the duo in the warehouse and let Brickwell escape. Afterward, Felicity proclaims the group non-existent without Oliver and quits both the group and helping Ray with the Atom. Laurel starts fighting Brickwell against Brickwell's uh, 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 thugs, donning an altered can uh, canary costume. Merlin advises Thea to leave Starling City with them. Meanwhile, Marcel finds Oliver's body, takes it to Tatsu, who restores Oliver to, con to, recon to consciousness because you can totally revive a man who just got kicked off the side of a fucking mountain after being fucking stabbed and spending about six, seven, eight, fucking maybe even ten hours in the freezing cold. That <clears throat> I love it when humans are able to do that. While Oliver attempts to heal, the rest of the uh, league arrives, forcing Marcel and Tatsu to kill uh, to kill all of them in order to protect Oliver, actually. Marcel wounds himself so that Rache will believe that he fought to prevent Oliver from escaping. Roy and Diggle warn Laurel to stay off the streets after Roy saves her from a fight. Brick kidnaps the city's aldermen, killing one of them during a rescue attempt, and in exchange for a remaining alderman, Brick demands that all the police present evacuates the glades for good, because <laughs> the team is able to locate the aldermen, and they successfully rescue them, but the mayor still agrees to remove the police after Brick reveals that he has targeted every legislative body member. Meanwhile, Felicity decides to rejoin the team and help Ray with his plans. Merlin tells Thea about Rage, and she convinces him to stay and fight instead of, uh, instead of uh, leaving. <clears throat> Chase, the DJ for Vernon, is revealed to be a spy for the League, informing Marcel about Merlin's decisions. In a series of flashbacks, we see Marcel and Oliver save Tatsu and uh, their kid, Akio. Flashbacks chronicle the death of Merlin's wife, him killing the man believed to have killed his wife, and his journey to the League and seeking training. In the present, Oliver returns to Starling City again. Uh, Tatsu informs him that he war that if he wants to defeat Rage, he will need to seek swordsman training from a student like Paseo. With police out of the glades, Roy and Laurel are tasked with fighting uh, Bricksmen into uh, to keep the peace. Quentin gives the team all the information the police have on Brick to help locate him, and Merlin spies on the team as they review the evidence against Brick and discovers that Brick was actually the one responsible for Merlin's wife, uh, for the death of Merlin's wife. Sorry. Merlin propositions the team to join forces to take down Brick, but the team refuses, and instead they rally the citizens of the Glades to take on Brick and his men because America. Merlin overpowers Brick before Oliver arrives and gives him a motivational speech to not kill him. Cindy tells Quentin her knowledge that the new female vigilante that is the Black Canary is not Sarah. And Oliver asks Merlin to train him so that he can take on Rage because evil, evil, can evil. Um... Oliver and Thea continue training with uh, Merlin. Oh, I'm sorry. I went way too ahead. Um, Warner's Isle escapes custody by poisoning a guard with vertigo. Oliver tries to keep Laurel off the streets. She's for the streets as a vigilante. 
Merlin informs him that to beat Ray, she will need to bring Thea to the team. Oliver reveals the truth to her, and she accepts and praises him for the work that she that he has been doing as the Arrow. Laurel tracks down Zyle and takes him on herself, only to be poisoned with vertigo. She begins to hallucinate images of Sarah who attacks her. Oliver and Roy arrive in time to get her back to the base for treatment. Oliver realizes that his team does not fight for him anymore. But for the city! Justice! Chase attempts to kill Thea, but Roy and Merlin show up and Chase commits suicide. Uh, you know, that's not the first Chase that'll commit suicide on this show. Keep that in mind, ladies and gents. Oliver and Laurel successfully capture Zyle together on Merlin's advice. Oliver takes Thea to the island for training. Laurel tells Quentin about Sarah, who already knows that she has been using Sarah's vigilante, uh, vigilante person, uh, persona. In a series of flashbacks, Oliver is captured by Argus and interrogated for the location of Maceo and his family. Maceo is captured trying to save Oliver, and Walter bring, sorry, Waller brings Oliver and Maceo to Starling City to find Chen. While on the island of Lian Yu, Oliver begins training. He goes to, Argus, to the Argus prison to visit Slade. But he discovers the dead guard and Slade missing. Oliver warns Thea and they find out that Merlin has freed Slade as part of their training. Slade arrives and catches them, imprisons them, imprisons them in the Argus cell, and the duo manages to escape the doors. I mean, open the doors. And, they manage to open the doors and escape. I'm sorry, dude. I'm so tired as I'm reading this. Oliver reveals to Thea that she killed Sarah and Slade arrives and, and engages them. Oliver dissuades Thea from killing Slade, who gets in prison back into the cell. The duo returned to, returns to Starling City, where Thea confronts Merlin for forcing her to kill Sarah, and she denounces him as his father. She decides to work with him in order to fight Raish, but she's like, I'm not your daughter, bro. Quentin blames Laurel for hiding the truth, and in a series of flashbacks, Oliver and myself start tracking an employee of Queen Consolidated uh, associated with Chen. Uh, Oliver looks... Uh, looks in on his family and discovers that Thea is using drugs. Oliver and Marcel acquire the virus and arrest Chen, and he is introduced to General Matthew Shreves, who promises to free them after he is debriefed in China. Yeah, about that, bud. Oliver and Thea continue to train with Merlin, and Thea confesses the whole truth to Laurel, who instead blames Merlin. Thea makes a deal to turn him over to the League, and Laurel confronts Merlin and is outmatched, but they are interrupted by Nyssa and the League, and Malcolm is captured. Having imprisoned Nyssa, Oliver decides to go back to Nandaparbat to rescue Merlin in order to prevent Thea from blaming herself when she realizes that she has sentenced her father to death. Oliver and Diggle infiltrate Nandaparbat, but walk into a trap set by Raish. Oliver tells Diggle that Thea is not the only motive, uh, he could not accepted defeat from someone else. Diggle states that he considers him a brother, but he's white. Thea confesses the truth to Nyssa and offers her chance at revenge, and Ray tests the flight capabilities of his completed Adam exosuit literally seconds after fucking Felicity. It was really hot. Instead of killing Oliver, Ray expresses his praise for Oliver's courage and strength and Oliver and asks Oliver to replace him as head of the league. In a series of flashbacks, Oliver is debriefed by Matthew and Freed. While on their way to freedom, Oliver and the Yamashiros get attacked. Oliver flees for safety with Akio, Marcel's son. Raish explains that the localized pool of water in Edaparbat has healing effects and they have allowed him to live 
for centuries. The pool is becoming less effective on him, so he's looking for a replacement. In a show of good faith to convince Oliver, Rage releases Diggle and Merlin and forgives all the blood debts. Oliver returns to Starling and releases Nyssa, who refused to kill Thea. Oliver and his team return to stopping crime by battling a new criminal named Murmur. Quentin tells the, ar the arrow that he can go fuck himself, that he's not working for him anymore because of Sarah's death. Oliver realizes that he is not ready to give up being the arrow. Oliver informs Marcelo of his decision, and he warns Oliver of the consequences of defying rage. Upset with his rage, with rage for his offer to Oliver, Nyssa leaves the League of Assassins and returns to Starling City to befriend Laurel and decides to train her. Rage, dressed as the arrow, frames the vigilante for murder, and Thea leaves Malcolm and moves in with Roy. In a series of flashbacks, uh, to Hong Kong, Oliver and Akio continue to be on the run, during which they seemingly stumble across a woman resembling Shadow. Diggle and Lila get married, but Waller interrupts their honeymoon and recruits them for a suicide squad mission to rescue Senator Joseph Cray from a kidnapping. The kidnapping result uh, turns out to be a ruse by Cray to help his bid for president because of America. The team rescues the hostages, but Floyd Lawton, aka Deadshot, sacrifices himself so that everyone can get out safely. He was a good character. I'm really pissed about that. What the fuck was that? Who said pro? Why did it say pro? My apologies. I accidentally scared the fuck out of myself with that. Uh, what was I? Right, so like I said before, the kidnapping was all a ruse. They rescued the hostages. Deadshot dies. Uh, oh, and he's responsible for the kidnapping. He's announced as responsible for the kidnapping and uh, crazy involvement is covered up. The police issue a warrant for the arrow, which Ray supports. Oliver discovers that Ray has sent multiple assassins to impersonate him in his new Adam suit. Ray locates the arrow through facial scans and learns of his identity. Laurel refuses to accept Ray's evidence against Oliver, and he engages Oliver in a fight, but Oliver disables Ray's suit. He convinces Ray that he is being framed. Diggle decides to leave Oliver's team, and uh, Lila decides to resign from Argus. Maceo, dressed as the arrow, murders the murderer and shoots five other people. Um, because why not? And in the series of flashbacks, we see Lawton struggle with his transition back into society from the military, which is made worse by his wife and child leaving him. Lawton is propositioned by Hype to assassinate Andrew Diggle, John Diggle's brother. Ray takes the arrow for Felicity. Sorry, he Ray he gets shot by Ray, and Quinton issues an arrest warrant for the arrow, and his team with shoot to kill orders in effect. Oliver uses Nissa to track Maceo's location, and Raish appears and repeats his demand. The police arrive, and Oliver and his team manage to escape. Raish kidnaps Quentin and reveals the arrow's identity, which Quentin announces at a press conference. Oliver decides to turn himself in in exchange for immunity and his teammates. Roy dresses as the arrow, stops Oliver's transport van, and surrenders to the police, claiming that he has been the arrow all along. Ray is revealed to be to have been developed a sorry. Ray's wait, what was it? Okay, sorry, my bad. I was reading the wrong sentence. Ray is revealed to have developed a deadly thorombus that has no known cure. He has nanobots that can destroy the clot, and Felicity injects uh, them and saves him with the help of Donna. In a series of flashbacks, the woman who resembles Shadow actually turns out to be her sister, May. The assailants come after them, but Maceo and Tatsu arrive and rescue them before Oliver tells May that Shadow and Yao Fei are actually dead. 
Roy is arrested and the district attorney decides not to charge Oliver. Quentin knows the truth and decides to continue investigating Oliver. Team Arrow starts working on how to stop a metahuman by the name of Jake Simmons. Oliver enlists the help of Ray and after a first failed attempt, Oliver and Ray sync their movements through a neural network but when the network malfunctions during the battle, Ray defeats Simmons himself and places him under Star Lab's custody. Cisco deduces that Simmons did not acquire powers from the particle accelerator explosion and with the help of Arcus, Roy fakes his own murder so that the public believes that the Arrow is dead and Oliver is innocent. As a result, Roy has to leave the city now, and Raish visits Thea and impales her with his sword. In a series of flashbacks, Oliver infiltrates Argus to stop Waller, only to discover that she too is a prisoner of Shreve, who was behind the attack and plans to release the virus in Hong Kong. Oliver and Maceo and Tatsu steal the vaccine and decide to stop Shreve's plan, because America, I mean China. Oliver rushes Thea to the hospital, because uh, she got fucking stabbed by fucking Raish. Oh, I skipped that sentence. Anyways, Oliver rushes Thea to, to a hospital because she got stabbed and her death is inevitable. Marcel contacts Oliver to let him know that if she accepts Rach Oliver, he will be able to use the Lazarus Pit to heal her. Malcolm warns her, warns him against this, stating that the pit has a person, has a, that changes a person's soul, you know. Oliver decides to take her to Nanda Parbat regardless, and Thea is dipped into the pit and returns healed but in a state of confusion. Her memories are jumbled and Felicity fucks Oliver before drugging him so that the team aided by Maceo can sneak out of the fortress because roofies baby. Cornered by the assassins, Oliver wakes up in time to order them to stand down. After Oliver returns to his place uh, to take his place as the head of the league, Thea wakes up in her apartment, her mind clear and distraught that Oliver sacrificed himself for her. Oliver renounces his old life and takes on the apprenticeship of the role in the league. Name takes on the name Al Sahim until he is ready to take over as the new Rachel Ghoul. Oliver begins his training, and it includes breaking down his psyche so that his allegiance is to the league and to the league only. Uh, uh, his new identity, also him, is fucking drilled into him, bro. Raish recounts the moment that he was chosen to become the leader of the league, and a duel with his best buddy, Damien Dark, you'll see more of him later, who saw himself as the heir. Raish hesitated and Damien left, stealing water from the Lazarus Pit and starting his own group, Hive. Damien revealed to have had hired Golim Kadir and Mark Shaw. Subsequently, Oliver is directed to kill Nissa. Oliver and the League come to Starling City where Team Arrow announced their protection of Nissa. Oliver kidnaps Lila and forces the team to give her up. At the exchange, a fight breaks out and Nissa is taken by the League. Oliver almost kills Diggle, but Thea in her own suit arrives to stop him. Felicity reveals uh, uh, to Thea and Roy, that Roy is alive because America. Uh, and in Nana Parbat, Rosh, Rosh, Rosh orders, uh, Rosh orders Nissa to marry Oliver, and Oliver has to use the Alpha Omega virus to cleanse Starling City as a final act of commitment. In a series of flashbacks, Oliver, Maceo, and Tatsu are unable to stop the virus. They get vaccinated, however, um, and a bunch of citizens get infected, including Akio. In a series of flashbacks, again, Maso and Oliver go after Shreve to see if he has a cure. They only succeed in leading Shreve into the location, while Akio dies and touches arms. In the present, Diggle and Laurel patrol Starling City to take on any criminals they find. 
Thea finds Roy and reunites with him. Oliver learns that Marcel is the one who provided Raish, sorry, Raish with the Omega virus when he originally came to Nine Parvaya. Sneaking away from the castle, Oliver revealed to have been in league with Malcolm Merlin and his agreement to become Raish was er, to become Raish was a charade to get close to, to Raj so that fuck I can't speak clearly. Sorry, I, I meant to make this dramatic. Oliver, who is revealed to have been in league with Malcolm Merlin and that his agreement to become Rage's heir was a charade to get close to Rage and slowly demantle the league from within. Dun, dun, dun. Oliver's advice, I mean, on Oliver's advice, Malcolm uses Tatsu to convince the team of the truth. The team, including Tatsu, Ray, Malcolm, go to Nanda Parba, where Tatsu kills Masao before they can over before they get overrun by the league and are captured. Malcolm reveals Oliver's treachery to Rage, whom Oliver managed to convince his loyalty. Again. Roy secretly leaves Thea because um she's from the streets. Raish exposes the team, including Tatsu to the virus before sealing them away in a cell. And uh, in the end, Oliver and Nissa get married. While Raish and Oliver head to Starling City, the team wakes up in a dungeon, a sex dungeon to be exact. Malcolm informs him that he secretly gave him the vaccine because he he he. The Flash arrives and he frees him. Oliver and Nissa attack Raish and the other assassins while Raish escapes with the canister of uh, Red Bull. I mean, of the virus. Vowing to destroy Starling City because, because I am evil and if you survive this, I will come for you again and again. Because oi Um where was I? Right, so he reveals to have four targets, Village City locates them, and Oliver organizes the team, along with the help of good old Quentin and the police. Uh they they, they Theo arrives in Roy's suit to help. And Oliver duels Raish and the team the team successfully uh, stops the the, the, the outbreak. Oliver kills Raish before he can, before being saved from, uh, before being shot at by the police. Um, he falls down a, a well, but Felicity rescues him using the Adam suit. And, uh, Oliver decides to have a normal life with Felicity instead of operating as a vigilante, knowing that there are other vigilantes that can take his place. Oliver cedes the title of Raish to Malcolm, whom Nissen kneels, but promises vengeance. Vengeance! Ray begins testing a way to miniaturize his atom suit, which results in an explosion. The end. And in a series of flashbacks, Oliver tortures three or four hours before Michelle can execute him, and they go their own separate ways. Oliver decides to live a lonely life away from his family, and he boards a ship headed for Coast City. In the final scene of season three, we see Oliver and Felicity drive off into the sunset. Oliver's like, can I tell you something really weird? And Felicity's like, yeah, what's up, buddy? Oliver's like, I'm really happy. And like a bunch of dramatic music plays in the back and they're just driving. In the end, that's pretty much it, folks. Oliver, I mean, Arrow season three. Um, <laughs> that was a very long and unnecessary recap. 40 minutes, dude. I, I just might as well end the episode, bro. You know what? Fuck it. There's no review today. It's, it's just recapping the season. Get the fuck out of here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll catch you guys next week. Now, you actually thought I was going to actually end the episode. No, no, no. We still got three more hours here. Sit down, you bitch. All right. So, on a scale of one to ten, I got to give Arrow season three a... Yeah, um, I think it's pretty simple here. 
uh, 5 out of 10. And here's why. So for starters, everything about this season is just why. Um, I really like the fact that they introduced the League of Assassins and took that turn. But, you know, it's it's more of a Batman thing. And this show really isn't at fault with that. A little bit. But not completely because, you know, League of Assassins, Ra's al Ghul, all that. That's all a Batman thing. But in the comics, it's also Green Arrow. Uh, he's, uh, they're also, you know, part of the Green Arrow Rogues Gallery. And so, you know, <clears throat> just kind of doesn't really give them, you know, the chance to make Ra's al Ghul, you know, theirs. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you look into the Arrowverse writers and you're like, dude, why so many parallels to, you know, Batman? It's the Green Arrow. And that's, you know, what I really hate about this season. A lot of these parallels, they're all so similar to to that of Batman. Um, You know, the whole darkness thing, embracing two identities, all of that. It's, It's a Batman thing. And that's what I really fucking hate about. Uh, this season or just the show in general that's just one of the biggest cons it's uh it's uh it's, it's basically a batman shop for shop remake um and it leads to some very very disappointing plots plot holes lines and acting skills now the acting here it's not better than it was in previous seasons that's for sure i'd say it's on about the same level some good acting from you know from from a couple of the uh, actors here, but overall it's not really something that I really you know go running around bragging about, um, and that brings me to our next thing, the, the the plot the plot itself it's just so bad, the episodes are dragged out everything about this is just dragged out, it's like the the, the writers they just run out of things to come up with. Um, constant you know flashbacks to just to, to pointless uh plots all of that it's um just really makes up for a really horrible third season this whole plot with oliver and felicity it's yeah you know finally we've been waiting these first two seasons to see them do something and now that they get to it it's just so fucking annoying and the entire you know fan base finds it finds it annoying and you know it's it's a re- really recurring problem throughout the rest of the series and um uh, a 5 out of 10 ladies and gents that's that's what i have to say do i recommend it yes but only if you're trying to get through the whole series do i recommend it as a you know it's by itself hell no i don't really recommend it it's one of the worst arrowverse seasons to ever um uh, ever come out not the worst just one of the worst it's i'd say it's up there probably like um not top five but definitely top 10 for sure it's also you know kind of like the mark of the um of the decline for for arrow if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be honest, because I mean season four it was good. I mean it was bad. It was really bad. You know, low viewership and whatnot. Season five was you know amazing. You know, good comeback and all that. But you know, all the damage had already been done by the uh, by, by the previous season. So there we have we have that there. And you know, the last three seasons they're all right. Nothing worth bragging about. But you know, we'll get to them when we when we do. But yeah, no. Um, this season it just marked the decline of an already 
as it hurts much as it hurts me to say of an already declining franchise. Um, and so oh, it's it's just mediocre. It's forgetful. Very dragged, uh, dragged out. Um, not confusing. Very stupid. You know, a lot of the plots, a lot of the plot lines are very stupid. It's like it's almost childish, childlike. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, um, and yeah, it's just overall goofy. A five out of ten. Let me know what you guys think. But overall, ladies and gents, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Um, before we go, I want to take a quick minute. Thank you guys all so much for the support. Means a lot, really. So keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your mama, tell your father, tell everybody. And feel free to follow us on our Instagram at timeout underscore with Tony Podcast. New episodes every Tuesdays. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let us know what you guys think. And have a have a, have a decent day, ladies and gents. Don't, don't drink and drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, but seriously, get the fuck out. Okay, show's over. Please get out. Thank you.